Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. It's Andre here from Mental Health. It's the Arts on Prescription uh, Conference here in London, and I'm here with Hannah Dye from Breathe Arts Health Research, and we're talking about melodies for mums. So, Hannah, singing helps with postnatal depression. How come? Yes, it does, certainly from our experience. We've been delivering melodies for mums for two years. We've worked with approximately 150 mums and about 152 babies. We've had a a set of twins Mm. in there too. Um, And our programme is based on research that was conducted by Royal College of Music and Imperial College London in 2016 that demonstrated um, a 41% reduction in postnatal depression symptoms within mothers taking part in 10 weeks of singing activity. And that was um, a control group trial... Um, So there was a group of play activity between mum and baby and usual care. And it was the singing group that showed showed the fastest recovery rate in those symptoms. Mm. So this is something that's kind of quite intuitive, I suppose, if you speak to women with postnatal depression about what is likely to help them. Or if you speak to anyone with depression, actually, they'll probably come back with a range of things. And it might include, you know talking treatment and antidepressants but it's also like more likely to include you know walking and dogs and music and all sorts of arty things Mm. um but this was one of the first as you say randomized controlled trials that's investigating this so i'm interested in your view of the discussion that we've had here today about whether we need randomized evidence for these Mm. arts interventions you Mm. clearly think we do we yes i think we do um that the research from 2016 was the first research that delved into the impact of singing on postnatal depression. So it was really pioneering research. And that was, that was the start. And we're now delivering the service on the ground. So learning and evaluating and finding all sorts of new benefits or new ways that we should be delivering the programme that weren't necessarily considered a few years ago. Um, and there's so much further we can take it. So we're particularly um, proud and excited to be part of the new Shaper research study, which is being led by UCL and King's College London, supported by Wellcome Trust. And that is really looking at how we can scale up melodies for mums. So continuing to look at the clinical impact, but how can we scale up a programme like this so that it's not just luck of the draw of where these women are based, where they live. So these this activity can be ideally in our world like you know available across the UK um so to do that we we as an organization let alone start trying to secure funding we need to keep learning about what are the fundamentals that make this program work to allow us to to roll it out across the country and I guess you need randomized evidence in order to get certain people within the health system to agree that this is a safe and effective intervention because it's been compared with other interventions which have randomised evidence. Mm. There seems to be a bit of pushback on that in the room here at this conference. Um, When Helen said earlier on in the the section where she was um, being provocative with all these questions, you know, do we need RCTs? I think only three or four Mm. people in the audience of 100 put their hands up. So there seems to be a bit of a disconnect here between what this community of arts um, practitioners and researchers are saying and what the establishment, nice guidance and all that commissioning machine is saying. What do you think of that? I think, well, coming from Breathe's 
angle, everything we do is underpinned by research and evidence. So the success of our organisation has really been from embedding evaluation and research within our programmes. Um, and I think, I think it's this, which has come up today, it's this need for a variety of evidence. So yes, particular evidence might unlock certain funding, but really human case study stories might lock un, you know, individual funders, for example. So I think the variety of evidence, collating research, data, stories, that's where we come from with Melodies for Mums. We know that we can't just rely on one thing. Um, so it's, it's a really difficult one because it is about picking and choosing, I think, what's relevant to your programme as well or what relevant, what's relevant to what you're wanting to achieve with your arts and health initiative or as an organisation. Um, you know, we can't do everything for, for everything. So it's really about looking at what's relevant um, and what would help unlock if it's funding or support um, or engagement even. 